Episode 48, The Seven Mistakes Keeping You Chained to a Soul-Crushing Job. My name is Dan Mason. In 2012, I was overweight, getting divorced, battling depression, and feeling trapped in a career where I was successful but bored and unfulfilled. And it's actually the greatest gift I've ever been given. I use my pain as a springboard to discover my life's purpose. Now, I want to share the same tools and strategies which help transform my life with you. So you can live Life Amplified. Greetings from Orlando, Florida, and happy anniversary to you. Welcome back to Life Amplified. It was 52 weeks ago this week that we started this journey together. I launched this podcast. We built amazing listeners in all 50 states of the United States, plus the District of Columbia, and well over 40 countries around the world. It's been an incredible journey. You have been part of it. You set aside 30 minutes out of your life every week to come here. You've been sharing this content with your friends online. You helped us debut at number one on iTunes. Are you kidding me? And just been spreading this message ever since. So trust me, I wish I could buy you an anniversary gift. I wish I could take you out to the Outback so we could have a romantic dinner and share a bloom and onion together, but I don't have the ability to do that. In fact, I'm here in Florida where I just wrapped up an entrepreneur conference and I'm spending a few days with my mentor and my tribe planning out 2019 to figure out what the next level of life amplified looks like for me. And over the coming weeks here that we have left in 2018, I want to give you some tools and resources so you can start planning that life for you because the life amplified journey is different for every single person. My path is not necessarily your path. For me, Life Amplified means that I got my laptop, I got my podcast recorder, and I can set up shop and work from anywhere in the world. I've rented a townhome here in Orlando, this beautiful home that I've been able to work out of, coach my clients, while I'm also going to some educational programs and learning more about myself. But somebody listening to this podcast today is, well, yeah, that's great for you, Dan. You're a single guy. You don't have kids. You don't have commitment. I can't do that. And maybe you can't just pack up and take the family and work from anywhere in the world. Maybe that's not feasible for you if you have kids in school. But what would be your life amplified if you were really, truly living at a 10 every day instead of settling for life at a 5 on a scale of 1 to 10? What would that be? You know, I just uh, got to meet a new friend here at this conference I was at, and I'm going to introduce you to him in a couple weeks. We're going to do an interview because I think you're going to be so inspired by his journey, but his name is Eric. And a year ago, he was just working as an accountant in Canada. And he told me, he goes, Dan, being an accountant sucks. He hated his job. It was constant stress. It was constant overwhelm. Tax season was always this big, heavy boulder that he was trying to push up a hill. And finally, he walked away and he started his own business and he grew the business to be very successful. And then he made even more money starting his business, but then he got bored. So then he's reinvented and pivoted again. He's starting a whole new business from scratch. And by the way, Life Amplified for him is not just the ability to build new projects and then sell them off and start over. It's the lifestyle that he can wake up now and take his kids to and from school. He was crying as he was showing me pictures of his kids and talking about the lifestyle now, how he's so much more present as a father now that he's in control of his career and not working for some big accounting firm. That's 
that's what Life Amplified looks like for him. It's having the free time to pursue his hobbies and passions. Believe it or not, this guy was an accountant by day, but right now he's playing in a heavy metal band at night and touring across Canada, playing the drums, singing his lungs out, and just doing what he loves. That's what it looks like for him. And my question is, what would that life be for you if you had 100% certainty that you couldn't fail? What is the dream that you would really create in your life? And let's get curious here. How can we start building out just some small action steps? Because a lot of us have a major vision to either impact hundreds of millions of people or to make hundreds of millions of dollars, but it's so scary and so overwhelming because you're standing at the base of the mountain and you can see, kind of see up at the top, but there's a whole mountain in between you and the goal. Then you never really take action. How can we start breaking this down into smaller goals and just get the momentum to get you to move forward. And we're going to give you some tools and strategies over the coming weeks to do that. But what we want to do right now is see what are the mistakes? What are the things that I know from having started this life amplified process for myself three years ago and now coaching people across 13 countries? What are the traps that you're going to fall into along the way? Because once we can call it out, it's not so scary. We recognize it when we see it coming. And this is content that I've been offering on my Facebook page this week, by the way. I've been doing a four-night masterclass that we just kicked off on Monday, November 12th. All free content. I'm doing live training every night to help you get clear on your life's calling, learn to create cash flow from your calling, and to help you say goodbye to a soul-sucking job for good. So I would love for you to join me this week on my Facebook page. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. I am giving away all my best content, and I'm doing it for free. I would love to have you there. But this is one of the key points that we talked about on the training I did last night, the seven mistakes that will keep you stuck, and it all begins with this. Number one key mistake that will keep you chained to a soul-sucking job for another year is you believe that you need 100% clarity on your next action plan before you begin. It is so hard to take a risk when you don't know the outcome, but you'll never get clear on the outcome until you take the risk. Life is a paradox that way. Have you ever noticed that? It's only through staring our greatest fear in the face that we ever truly find courage. And you'll never get clear on what your real mission is in life until you take the first step. You know, this podcast is a great example. A, I had no idea how to be a podcaster when I started this out a year ago. And somewhere producer Matt is snickering right now going, Dan, I have to edit all your ramblings every week. You still don't know how to be a podcaster. But really, this has just been a labor of love. I had no idea where this was going to go when I started. In fact, my earliest conversations I had with iHeartRadio and with my friends at the Elvis Duran Show is what if I could just put together a 12-episode season and release that out into the world and maybe some people will find this and God, it'd be great if I had a few thousand listeners. But that was the biggest dream that I had. And I had put off launching this podcast for a year because I didn't think I was important enough. I didn't think I was enough of a brand in the personal development space. I didn't think I'd ever be able to get guests because they didn't know who I was. You know, they'd only want to talk to the people who are host of like the big podcasts that are on the top 10 of iTunes. And then I didn't think if I did these solo episodes here by myself that you would give a crap. 
Three years ago, I was playing Justin Bieber songs on the radio for 15-year-old kids. Why did you want to hear what I had to say about creating an abundant, happy, purpose-filled life? I had so many self-limiting beliefs. And wouldn't you know it, I took the imperfect action. I got the software. I bought all the equipment. I put the first three episodes out into the world. And with your support, we debuted number one globally on iTunes. So the universe sometimes has a bigger plan for your life than what you can even imagine. But what it does require is for you to step out in faith and do the thing that scares you most. And once you do that, once you take the first messy, scary step, then steps two and three will become more clear. When I signed up with my first coach in 2014, I never had a plan of ever becoming a coach myself. My Life Amplified journey started with me thinking I was going to be a Broadway playwright. I wrote an awful script. It's still on my laptop. It's not completely finished, but it is the worst first act of a play that you have ever seen. (laughs) But there is so much freedom and allowing myself to fail. And it allowed me to get curious. Well, what if there were other creative people who wanted to write or they wanted to do something? And it got me curious. What if there were other people out there like me that had some sort of creativity that they hadn't expressed? And what if I could help them bring that forward? So I went on meetup.com and I started a series of weekly meetups for people who were looking for creative inspiration. And the people who started coming to my meetings that I facilitated all of a sudden got their art on display at little installations across Florida. And then there was the mom who self-published a children's book that she had made up and invented for her kids 30 years before. And then they started asking me if I would coach them. I stumbled into this. It's my life's purpose and it is my calling. And this is the work I know in my soul that I was meant to do. And I completely stumbled into it by writing a really awful Broadway play. So that is my message for you today. Replace your certainty that you don't know what your next step is with curiosity. What are the other things I'd like to try and then get busy trying them? And it might not be the thing, but I promise you at the end of the day, it will always lead to the thing. That's mistake number one. You gotta get started without having the clarity. Mistake number two, keeping you trapped to your soul-sucking job, is the fact you're not making time for your dreams. This comes up all the time with me. Dan, I don't have time. I'm working 55 hours a week at my current job. I got kids. They play sports. I'm taking them to games all during the weekend. There's no time for this project that I want to do. And I would tell you, it's not that you don't have time. You don't have a sense of priorities. I promise you this, every time I work with my VIP clients, either one-on-one or in my group coaching offerings, one of the first things we do is learn the same goal-setting system that I use every morning to keep me aligned with what I value most. Every day, I know the most important thing that I need to get done, and I've got three action steps that help me advance that. And if you are not consciously designing your day every day, if you are not intentional about what it is that you want to accomplish and the things you're working on, the problem is, is the world is going to set that agenda for you. And it generally feels like crap. 
right? Because <laughs> you know what that's like. You wake up in the morning. You don't even say good morning to your partner. You don't do any meditation, any self-care. There's no priority setting for yourself. You're immediately in your cell phone. You're in the inbox where you've got 17 emails from everybody else telling you what they need from you that day before you've even decided, how do I want to show up? Who do I want to be today? How do I want to feel? Creating some daily systems for goal setting. I think that this is one of the big fallacies is we set goals once a month. You know, in the corporate workforce, they'll set quarterly goals, yearly goals. But my most successful clients are setting goals not just once a day. They're doing it twice a day. They do it in the morning and in the evening. And it's not like it's a big, arduous, hour-long process. You can take 10 minutes out of your day twice a day to check in to say, what's important to me right now? How am I feeling? And where do I need to go next? Remember, time is the one currency that's equal to everybody. You got the same number of hours in a day that Beyonce does. Jennifer Lopez has the same number of hours in a day that you do. And I know somebody that used to work with Jennifer Lopez, and they said the thing that has kept her relevant for so long is the discipline. There is no wasted time in her life. And the same is true for you. We talked about this a few episodes back. You know, simple strategies you could do. Cut the cord with cable. Limit your social media time. There's actually apps out there that will help you monitor what you're doing the most. And they're starting to work this in on social media platforms. I saw Instagram send me a post recently that was telling me what my average time spent was on the app every day. And I'll be honest, it was a bit of a wake-up call. I'm like, oh, I'm going down the Instagram rabbit hole. It's time to redirect my focus. But you've got to make time daily, not just weekly. This isn't a matter of I'm going to set aside three hours on a Saturday to work on my dreams. You're much better off doing 30 minutes a day. Mistake number three that will keep you trapped in a soul-sucking job. You think your lack of knowledge or know-how in the career you want to create is a reason to delay. Well, Dan, I don't know how to do this next thing. Of course you don't. You never know how to do anything the first time that you start. The Sean Askinosi interview that we did last week. Perfect example of a guy who got curious and he decided he wanted to make chocolate. But he didn't know how to make chocolate. Within five weeks, he was in Tanzania talking to cocoa bean farmers learning how to make chocolate. You will never get to the next level in your life. You will never get to the next level in your career, in your relationships, whatever it is you're looking to achieve. You can't get there using the same skills and strategies that got you to where you're at. Life is an endless cycle of up-leveling, which means that you have to learn more, that you have to grow more, that you have to become more. Don't be the person who says, well, Dan, I can't create my six-month plan for my new business because I don't know how to launch it. So set the date that you're committed to resigning from your job. You don't have to tell your bosses yet, but put it in the calendar for next year. Six months from today, what if that was the day you walked in and said enough is enough? And then let's start to reverse engineer the process. What are the things that you need to learn between now and then in order to make your dream happen? Do you need to file an LLC for your new business? Do you need to take an accounting course so that you can manage the books? Do you need to learn how to meal prep and cook healthy recipes so you can achieve your weight loss goals? Each of these mistakes I'm giving you today, they are all a false front for fear. 
So lack of knowledge and know-how is really just a sign that your soul wants to grow, that you want to expand and learn more so ultimately you can give more. That's a beautiful thing. If you're scared about the process today, awesome. That's a sign you're ready to show up and contribute to the world in a bigger way in 2019, and I deeply honor you for that. Mistake number four, keeping you trapped in a soul-crushing career. You believe chasing your dream is going to hurt your family. Dan, I'm going to go broke. Dan, I'm not going to be able to pay for my kid's college education. Dan, I'm not going to be able to take the family on vacation. So again, you stay trapped. You're putting in the long hours at a job that you don't love. You're letting the stress get to you. Maybe you're coming home and drinking a little bit too much to numb out. Now, I'm certainly not saying anybody listening to this is an alcoholic, but we all know that sometimes we have those three glasses of wine every night to help you unwind, but it's also numbing you out and keeping you too tired to be present with the people that you love. I told you about my buddy Eric here at the start of the podcast. We're going to do that interview soon, but what was better for him than earning $300,000 in his first year of business, working fewer hours with less stress? It was the fact he got more more time with his family. Finding his calling, bringing it to life, made him a better father. It's made him a better husband because the number one obligation that you have for your family is to give them the best version of yourself. Do you ever notice that nobody ever complains that mom and dad were home with me all the time and made me feel so loved? But you know what? Screw them because they didn't have the finances to send me away to an Ivy League college. I've never heard somebody say that ever in my life. The complaints that I do hear is that, oh, my God, my parents were working so much that in early age I had to fend for myself. Or I had to take care of my brothers and sisters all the time because mom and dad were never home. We all obsess over the money. Everybody wants to give their children, their family, a better life than they had. But we're looking for it in the wrong places. We think it's on the yearly Disney cruise. We think it's about buying the bigger house or being able to buy your kid a brand new car when they turn 16. In fact, what they really need from you more than anything, and this is true of your children, your spouse, They just need you. They need your happiest, most uplifted self when you walk in the door every day. So let's stop using your family as an excuse to play small in 2019, right? Let's go after your dreams so that you can give them a better life. It's actually just the opposite of everything you've been telling yourself. Mistake number five, keeping you trapped to a soul-sucking job. You think staying where you are is giving you financial security. Maybe, maybe not. We've done some episodes on this. There's so many of those jobs with mundane tasks where you're repeating the same things over and over. You're writing the same reports. You're running the same numbers. And those jobs traditionally have paid very well. They've afforded people the chance to make a great living. But artificial intelligence is coming, friends. And if you have a job that requires you to do repetitive tasks, chances are computers are going to do it faster and they're going to do it more efficiently than you are. And that's why 47% of jobs in the United States are at risk of disappearing in the age of artificial intelligence. So the thing that is keeping you safe and secure right now may soon become obsolete. This is the best time ever in the history of the world to start thinking about your next move because the opportunities, and this is not coming from me, this is 
from a guy named Kai Li Fu. He was one of the men who invented AI in the early 90s. He's worked for places like Apple. He's worked for places like Google. And he's written books about how to survive the AI revolution right now. But the opportunity moving forward are the jobs that are going to embrace your creativity. Creative problem solving. Empathy. The soft skills. Caring for other people. In fact, some of the things that, at least in my corporate career, got me in trouble. I was told that I was too attached to other people and that I needed to let go of emotion and make rational decisions. But truly caring for people, whether it be in your own business or doing it within the corporate structure. Trust me, one of the things that I've been doing over the past few weeks is meeting with companies about consulting them on keeping their employees engaged. Last week, I had lunch with a pretty major healthcare company in New York, and they were concerned because their employee engagement survey results came back, and the numbers continue to fall when they ask their employees if they believe the company cares about them and their well-being. So if you're a person who can make other people feel safe, that's going to serve you in your own business, whether you be a coach or a consultant, and it can certainly help you within existing corporate structures. This isn't so much about stepping out of your comfort zone on all these points. It's redefining the comfort zone and what that looks like for you. When you think about our financial worries that we all have, it's really a generational trauma that's been passed down for the last hundred years. If you think about it, depending on your age and where you're listening to, either your parents or your grandparents grew up during the Great Depression, during the most impoverished time ever in our country. They were survivors. They had to scrap by. They had to learn how to get by on like a can of tuna and three pieces of bread because they didn't know where the next meal was coming from. But those days are over. And one of the things that we've learned through epigenetics is that trauma can be passed on genetically, generation to generation, because it's really the body's way of preparing the next crew to prepare for a threat. They've realized that survivors of the Holocaust passed on that trauma to their relatives. And financial trauma is a real thing. And there was times when it was very real in our country. But we're living in a time right now where there have never been more millionaires in the United States than we presently have. And I don't want you to think that this is some silver spoon inheritance because two-thirds of those millionaires were completely self-made. So there are ample opportunities for you to create financial wealth in your life. But what we also want to do is create a life that is emotionally wealthy. That's what this episode is about today. Two more mistakes that you're making keeping you trapped at your soul-sucking job, but we're going to change that in 2019. You're not asking for or receiving support. You believe that you're going to make all these changes on your own. We talked about this a couple weeks back when we talked about isolation, which is one of the biggest epidemics that I've noticed within my own life and the places where I do it, but I see this with literally every single client that I work for. There is a part of you that believes you're a burden if you ask for what you want, or there's part of you that is scared to ask for help because you think that that makes you look weak. When in fact, 
mentorship and having somebody who's already accomplished the things that you want to accomplish is the only way you're going to move forward. You look at any successful person, anyone, they've all had a mentor who showed them the way. So you've got to be able to suck it up and find somebody in your life, somebody that you admire. My clients who come to me and want to become an aspiring writer, I tell them, I'm like, send a sample of your work to a writer that you admire. Anybody who is worth their weight will give you a couple minutes of their time to give you some feedback on what you're doing and maybe just one little nugget of wisdom to point you in the right direction. And if you really want to accelerate it, find a coach, find a therapist, find somebody who can help you put your foot on the gas and rapidly accelerate your success. The final mistake keeping you trapped in a soul-crushing job. You never actually get started because you're afraid of failure. That was the number one thing that came back. I sent out a survey to the podcast listeners. I did it through my network and through my mailing list, my social media. I asked you what your number one challenge is that's really blocking you from making a career transition. And I would say 50% of the responses I received all included fear of failure. But the problem is, is when you let fear stand in the way of creating the life that you want, when you let fear keep you from taking inspired action toward your goal, you just create the result that you fear most. You end up failing because you never tried. The ultimate failure is laying on your deathbed knowing that you lived an unexpressed life. That is the one failure that you should be afraid of. And so many of you who listen to this podcast have had a chance to get to know you. You've joined me in the private Facebook group for the Life Amplified Power Tribe. You've emailed. You've reached out. I've met some of you at conventions and speaking engagements. And some of you have become my clients. So I've had a chance to get to know you at a really deep level over the past year. The one common trait I see in all the people who listen to this podcast is you have a desire to help others. You want to make an impact, if not on the world in a global way, then just on your community, on the people around you. And here's what's funny. Every day that you obsess over this fear of failure, whether you're good enough, whether you can make it happen, whether you're going to go broke, whether you're going to embarrass yourself in front of the people that you care about. You're really just focusing on yourself. It takes an inordinate amount of self-focus to live in that much worry. If you want to be abundant, get out in the world and serve other people. Let go of that. Start helping other people solve problems, and I promise you, all good things flow from that. If you can help someone with an area of their life, if you can help them move forward, you'll earn an income for that. Anytime you provide a good or service that positively impacts other people, they'll invest with you and they will invest in you heavily. So financial abundance is on the other side of the fear. The self-satisfaction, the fulfillment that comes from knowing that you're doing work that represents your best each day. It's right here on the other side of fear. The dream soulmate relationship that you want, it's on the other side of fear. It means that you need to get out of the mediocre relationship that isn't serving you. You're staying in it because you're scared that you're never going to find somebody else. It's on the other side of putting yourself out there and allowing yourself to be seen on social media. That great piece of art you you want to create. Maybe you're someone who wants to write a play better than I did when I tried to start. Maybe you have a great book. There's an audience right now that is dying for it. They are waiting for how you're going to entertain them, how you're going to inspire them, how you're going to touch them. Imagine what would happen if J.K. Rowling listened to 
all the publishers who did not want to publish Harry Potter. Literally, a piece of the world's childhood would have vanished, never would have come to light. You have something amazing within you to give. And you know that you have something amazing within you to give. And you've got to get beyond these seven mistakes. And really what they are is seven excuses. You've got to move beyond that. Make 2019 the year. When is enough enough? We talked about that at the entrepreneur convention I was at. There was a gentleman on stage who just said everybody reaches their I've had enough moment. And if you're there right now, I would love to serve you and help you break through to create your life amplified. Free training resources on my Facebook page this week. We're doing a four-night interactive masterclass. I'm going to leave those videos up for an extra week beyond the end of this training, so you can go to my Facebook page. We'll link that up in the show notes, or you can just reach out to me directly, creativesoulcoaching.net. You can fill out your application. We can schedule a complimentary 30-minute discovery call. And really, we could begin your transformational journey right now. It doesn't have to wait until 2019. All the decisions, the life, the joy, the happiness, the creativity, the money, the impact, all the things you want to create in 2019, they start with the decisions that you're making today anyhow. So if you haven't made the right decision up until now, that's fine. We'll make it moving forward, but plenty of resources and you can go to the show notes to find all of that. As always, it is my greatest honor and privilege to serve you. Thank you for spending this time with me. If the podcast inspires you, share it with a friend. And I've got so many amazing things that I am visualizing and that I plan to create for this podcast and for this audience in 2019. I'm so happy that you're here with me each and every week. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. In the meantime, turn down the volume on your negativity, turn up the volume on your purpose so you can live life amplified. I'll talk to you next week.